This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Now, anyone who's familiar with this series would know that to see this week's Work of the Week, all you have to do is just go online to the Crawford Art Gallery website and look for the Work of the Week written by Michael Waldron from the Crawford Art Gallery. This week he writes, Standing tall and poised is Chaucer, an athletic and graceful figure in our sculpture galleries. It's a plaster cast of a bronze sculpture depicting the idealised male physique of an archer. So I went along to meet him to have a look. And I was denied. They wouldn't let me. I have to use my imagination this week. (laughs) Oh, that's going to be hard because I can't see this week's work of the week because it's been covered. And the reason it's been covered is the gallery here. It has a dual purpose this week because Jeannie Moxley is in using it. But she's actually using the whole space. She is. I think we could be forgiven for being called the Crawford Art Theatre for for the week that's in it. (laughs) But yeah, part of Cork Midsummer Festival, Gina Moxley's I Fall Down, a restoration comedy, is taking over the building while our exhibitions are still ongoing. So it's, it's a brilliant juggling act. And I think... It's a nice game when people can come behind the scenes yeah. on a stage set, which is actually the gallery itself. <laughs> As you say, some of our sculptures have been covered up. The funny thing was, when I saw this week's work of the week, I actually felt sorry for the poor fella. Chaucer is his name. He's from Greece, and somebody stole his bow and arrow and his clothes as well. <laughs> it's very unfortunate. Yeah. Thankfully, he is... He is the only cast that we still have in our collection that has a fig leaf. We took all, all the rest off a few years ago, but he kept his because it was original. So he does have a little bit of coverage, but the rest of them is... It's all gone. Yeah. He's, well, he's got the body for it. All right. He's not afraid. No. What's the tradition here? Was this something that helped art students, or was it just something you did hundreds of years ago? Well, I suppose the the function of our plaster cast collection Mm. was educational originally. So people could make sketches and things like that? Exactly. So people could visit and appreciate and wouldn't have to go on the grand tour 
because you know you couldn't afford to go to Italy and Greece <laughs> ah. back in the day. But but also that it was on your doorstep, and that yeah. artists here in particular could learn from the greats, sketch and so on. Mm-hmm. And this was the I think the last plaster cast we purchased. We bought it in 1900. Because mm. after then, they kind of started to go out of fashion. <laughs> We're glad to still have them. But this was the last, the last guy we bought. And he was kind of contemporary at the time, if you can imagine. Because <laughs> <laughs> the guy that did him, Thornycroft, was it? Yeah, so, yeah. well, the name is a bit William of a mouthful. Hemo. You get a gold star for this. (laughs) (laughs) So William Hamo Thornycroft was like this one of these high Victorian sculptors. He was interested in a well, he was part of a movement called the New Sculpture Movement, and essentially it was all about naturalism and being not theatrical. Although he'd be forgiven today now for being a bit theatrical (laughs) on our little stage set, but very naturalistic musculature. Even though he is a very defined muscular body and so this was a very celebrated sculpture when it was exhibited in London as a bronze Ah. in 1882 and it was so celebrated it was purchased for the nation so for Britain and is still in the collection of Tate. We have the plaster version here which it was still in living memory as being one of these celebrated works. It's an extraordinary, you know, just finding yourself surrounded by this thousands of years of tradition, I suppose, art tradition as well. But it's been brought right up to date as well, because you said there's a bit of a mystery or something that we have to solve today. I'm not too sure. Well, the mystery is really that we're hiding it. (laughs) So it is work of the week, but you kind of have to go looking. (laughs) And so because of the theatre production that is ongoing this week, it is draped in this beautiful muslin almost the same colour as the cast just off-white colour but his form is a little bit ghostly inside he's just about visible and it's kind of slightly playful you'll have to come in you know anyone who's interested in seeing him without his clothes on he'll be he'll uh, be here for a while he'll be uncovered (laughs) on Monday but until Sunday we're 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 going to have him uh, shrouded. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like when you go into a church during Lent, you know, the way they cover all the statues. Yeah. Well, this is it. <laughs> this is our own little tradition we're starting. <laughs> a little bit irre- irreverent. <laughs> Tell me, the place has been busy with the Midsummer Festival. It has been really busy. So we're, we're really fortunate. Everyone's been so interested in what we've been putting on with Cork Midsummer Festival and the Everyman and so on but yeah, great response so far we have more coming next week with Orla Barry and Amanda Coogan Mm. but this week has been really just energising and it's brilliant for the cast and crews behind this All all of the hard work is paying off There you go Well, when the gallery was originally built wasn't it conceived as a Something bigger, more than just a gallery, wasn't it? Well, yeah, it was originally thought that we would have an auditorium, a yeah. school of music and so on, and yeah. right next door to the opera house kind of always made sense. But I, th- I do think we have a little bit of theatre here, even yeah. on a daily basis, because these gods and goddesses and, and athletes, they're quite dramatic, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> Striking their poses. <laughs> All I can say to that is, Michael, take a bow. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a million, Connor. <laughs> Thank you.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.